Yeah, oh, there we are. Oh. You can just turn turn it off. Apparently, I'm quite shrill. Yeah. Yeah. I, Nobody said that to no, your face. No, they wrote it <laughs> on our. Yeah, we had a, we, play. we uploaded a video and someone commented, "Hey, your video is really good, except for the girl's voice." <laughs> well, you should put a, they, they, their exact wording was, "You should put a high pass filter on that." <laughs> and my response was, "We do." <laughs> To be fair, you upload your your stuff to you upload your stuff to the internet. That's true. Which isn't in which isn't generally a fan of women. So that's, that's what true. I've that's what I've been I've actually been I came up with this brilliant idea. It's called the Internet for Women. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't taken off yet. But uh, well, Kim, it's the internet, not bacon a pie. <laughs> 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 You. <laughs> oh. Can we just start so I can <laughs> fucking murder you? Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... Stab. Hey, it's Stab. I forgot we usually give a prompt. Welcome, everyone. Hey, it's Stab again, and I'm standing up again. It's uh, Jesse Jones standing in for John Ross, who's at home having a wonderful time. (laughs) (laughs) And we we have a sort of themed panel tonight. Uh, First, Jeff Brown. Woo, Jeff Brown. Oh, yeah. Uh, next to him, uh, Kim Martell. <laughs> and down on the end there, JoJo Lewis. <laughs> and I already mentioned that I'm Jesse Jones co-hosting, or guest hosting tonight. Hey, everybody, thanks. Welcome. Oh, hey, it, it stopped properly. Cool. You didn't yeah. need to know that. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Going to be a lot of fun. It's the uh, JoJo Has Fun crew, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. Everyone knows what that is. JoJo uh, Has Fun. JoJo Has Fun. I like to emphasize uh, in the wrong place. Yeah, I like to emphasize the fun because then it seems like you doubted it. <laughs> JoJo Has Fun? <laughs> JoJo Has Fun. JoJo jo Has Fun. <laughs> slap a question mark on the end there. Uh, Jeff, welcome. Hi. Hi. It's been a little bit. It's been three months. Has it? Yeah. You... Welcome you are back. great at just keeping track of how many times you don't get invited to this show. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, three months and two days. <laughs> trying very hard not to look like we're sliding you anymore, Kevin. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Brown's a common name, so I look like everybody. Uh, oh, and then I just realized I subconscious- what I did subconsciously did for your uh, dating Kevin. profile. I didn't even notice that. Until <laughs> right now. I assume that he was supposed to write a dating profile for <laughs> S- Kevin Scott Brown. No, just Kevin. Just any just Kevin. Just a guy named Kevin. Whatever. No, I yeah. didn't think of Kevin. McAllister. We also didn't get it until... Uh, I, it's good to have you back. Thank you. It's good to see you. Yeah, we're bringing you back more because we en- enjoy your... your uh, Whatever stylings. Thank you. How would you define <laughs> those stylings, Jesse? Uh, uh, completely unique to yourself. Uh, individualistic... Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, you can stop. It's unlike okay. it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> we call Jeff Twitter Jeff because he is our Twitter account uh, manager. Oh, okay. And uh-huh. he does a great job at it. So, like, writing stuff is kind of his thing. So, set your expectations <laughs> extremely high. Yes. Shut the hell up, Kim. 
As a matter of fact, he's he's so good that I have considered paying him on several occasions. <laughs> never I've never does. I've never oh, followed oh, through. No. But I've considered it. Like you, you really man, like he is good enough to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Paid? Not by me. Definitely good enough to you get paid. But definitely good enough. You can't set that precedent because then they'll expect it all the time. It's yeah. like feeding a stray animal. You got yeah. exactly right. I work know. with the Pavlovian response <laughs> really easily. I actually have to send Domino's pizza to his house like every three days. <laughs> <laughs> I can't feed myself. I'm just waiting on the. Yeah. They just, just waits for the dog. Slide it under the door. Kim. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey. Hi there. Oh hi. Welcome. No, I'm glad to be back. Turns out that I haven't been here as much as JoJo, but that's fine. Yeah. Well, very few have. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, it's like, most people have like things to do. Yeah. No, I, I know. I Literally, know. Tyler and Alfonso are the only other people that have been on the show more. Jesus, really? Really? Yes. Alfonso. And Tyler's dead. I know. <laughs> that's so sad. No, he, he's he dead in great, Oklahoma or Tennessee or wherever the hell he is. Oh, God, that's where we're. Oh, no. Deathlahoma. I that's know. Gonna be, that's going to be us someday. They're going to be like, what happened to Kim? I think she died. No, she went to Alabama. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Basically, okay. to anyone in California, that is the same thing. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, Kim. It's yeah, thank good you. to thank have you. I'm happy to be here. Before you run off to Alabama. Yeah. Greener pastures, kid? like literally, but like not really. I think it's whiter pastures is what you're trying to yeah. say. I think it's more like a desolate wasteland. Right. Oh, come on. I it's imagine Fallout open. 4 when you move out there. Mm, <laughs> no, that was that was actually Massachusetts. We've been there already. It was very much like Fallout 4. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. JoJo. Huh? Hi there. Hey. Welcome back. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get comedy. I just, I just get a nice greeting. Wow. Right into it. And there it is. Uh, First segment of the evening. It's how we start all the shows. It's a reorganization. Uh, You guys will catch on pretty quick because the description comes with it. Uh, (laughs) Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? In honor of tomorrow's marking the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, you know the one. Uh, your acronym is NASA. Easy enough. N-A-S-A. Uh, I, th- I considered using like the acronym FAKE, but I decided that would be yeah. accurate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, na- yes. I so just go straight forward with an easy with a thing that's actually an acronym. So we don't, ac- don't actually do acronyms anymore. We just have words, and then you... It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, NASA... What does NASA stand for to you? For to me, yes. <laughs> I got to work up my phlegm real quick. I got I got a voice for this one. Oh, yeah. always good to have characters. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <clears throat> Did this for an hour earlier. Hold on, my phone went off. Oh, no. Shit. Welcome, gentlemen. You have been asked to join a very special group, one tasked with the mission of utmost importance. A mission wrought by the ignorance and malevolence of my roommate, Aaron. Aaron, a man I trusted with my life. A man I trusted with my friendship. A man I trusted to not eat the Hot Pockets I left in the freezer, but he did it anyway. A man I trusted to understand me, and to understand that even though ninjas, (laughs) although cool and awesome at karate, are not superheroes, a man whose straight face told me that Elektra and Superman are the same because they both, <laughs> quote, comic book superheroes, despite coming from completely different publishers. 
That is why I've asked all of you to meet me here in the sci-fi section of the public library to be a part of NASA. Ninjas aren't superheroes, Aaron. <laughs> thank you all. I also want to say thank you to the library staff for letting us pull the beanbags from the children's section for use for our gathering. <laughs> and for not getting super upset at how much excess dandruff we have left behind. Oh my God. Oh my God. NASA's one goal is to create a series of PowerPoints and graphs <laughs> to convince my roommate and fellow, fellow junior college alumni, Aaron. <laughs> But being a ninja is not the same as being a superhero with powers. We will hold a series of discussions and retreats detailing the difference between someone with powers who knows karate, like Iron Fist, <laughs> and someone who thinks they know karate and wears a costume, like my weird cousin Marty, who isn't allowed within 50 feet of public schools. <laughs> Through our efforts, I hope that Aaron will see the error of his ways and that he and I can once again be brothers in arms because we have a World of Warcraft raid coming up on Saturday and he's our healer, so we really need to bury the hatchet <laughs> before Saturday. Oh <laughs> Jeff Brown. Jeff Brown. It's NASA. Jeff Brown. Oh, I'm, I'm a big fan of a good lateral lisp. <laughs> it only came out of the right side of my mouth. Yeah, I don't know if they can, yeah. That's, that's the definition. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's how those. I sounded all through the seventh grade. <laughs> I had a, one of those uh, keek in the top of my mouth, oh. and it was it was not great. It was not cute. It did not make friends. <laughs> well, now look at you. And now look at me. I have two friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty years later, who's the two, two friends at most? At most. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Well, sometimes I only have one friend. It kind of flips back and forth. <laughs> Still, technically, infinity more friends than high school. Then, yeah. Then, so you're yeah. killing it. Yeah. Oh, oh man. welcome, folks. Hey. Cheese and crackers. <laughs> the so. audience has tripled. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize for actually starting on time for a change. You would have been perfect on, in normal circumstances. <laughs> do we have to start over under we the do. circumstances? <laughs> uh, I can't do that voice again. <laughs> 24 to 90 whatever hours. <laughs> Just bring up speed. We're doing reorganization. Okay. They get an acronym. They reinvent. You'll catch on. Yeah. Uh, Kim, what does NASA mean to you? NASA. Oh, God. <laughs> Not I another sad anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget your anniversary again? Bummer. I bet she's pretty upset, right? You told yourself you were going to put it in your phone, but then you bought a new phone. Oh, man. A new phone probably would have been a nice gift for her. <laughs> With special plans for every budget, not another sad anniversary can send you text and email reminders the week before, day before, and morning before your important day. Send personalized cards, flowers, or even gifts to your special someone's workplace so others will see the thoughtful sentiments you didn't have but totally would have had <laughs> if you'd remembered. <laughs> Already too late? We have whipsiversary packages. <laughs> we can send personalized emails, including apologies for the late arrival of your romantic, thoughtful gift with as little as one hour notice, complete with backdated purchase date so your beloved never has to know. You had no idea it was your anniversary until she was sulking in the tub at 4 p.m. <laughs> we at NASA will make sure your loved one feels remembered, even when you don't. <laughs> Kim Martell's NASA. Not another sad, Not another anniversary. sad anniversary. Actual useful 
program, uh, <laughs> as opposed to the other NASA. Uh, <laughs> well, Aaron's got to know, man. <laughs> he does. Ninjas aren't super. Jojo. Uh huh. Uh, NASA. What's that mean? Okay. I, I'm not totally sure the scenario that I've established for this, but. Dude, <laughs> just I'm, bang it out. Okay. <clears throat> Brunch is a pretty basic affair. You got your eggs, you got your mimosas, you got your friend Karen who swears she didn't raw dog a bouncer but seems to have a real bad case of the snatch scratch fever. (laughs) And every bunch is the same. You order, you sit, you're bored, you're hungover. Where's the fun? Where's the excitement? Where's the decadence? My good people, I feel that we are overdue for a revolution in brunch flavor. And what better way to do that with a, than with a new and exciting breakfast sandwich? Mm. Stay with me on this. I'm with you. Forget the BLT. Forget the PB&J. It's now time for the NASA. My people, my people, let me take you on a flavor journey. <laughs> Rich, creamy, hazelnut and chocolate. Mm-hmm. Granny Smith apples braised in white wine and brown sugar until lightly caramel in color. Atop this, a rich drizzle of syrup, your choice in flavor, light or dark, with their own notes of unctuous sweetness. Oh, it's sweet, it's light, it's fresh, but where's the savory, you ask? Well, that's the final ingredient, folks, because that's the name of the game. NASA, Nutella, apples, syrup, and ass. (laughs) Yeah. First thought, best thought. <laughs> I'd like to say I didn't see that coming down the street, but I did. <laughs> it was JoJo, so it all Imagine it. All those tasty breakfast time flavors sandwiched between a set of luscious cheeks. And we don't recommend biting, but we don't discourage it either. And all this can be yours for the low price of six ninety nine. <laughs> Nice. So come on down to Carl's Jr., the official <laughs> burger place of the NASA. <laughs> don't, don't play. There it is. Jojo Lewis's NASA. Uh, no, I got the response it deserved. Yeah. Second segment already. I know. Uh, <laughs> topical haiku, haiku challenge. Uh, please compose. Or have composed already because now it's too late. Shit! Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can't. <laughs> Jeff just runs out. <laughs> Please have composed three haiku in regards to the following topical news story. The Berkeley City Council on Tuesday unanimously approved a measure which will scrap all gendered words from its municipal code, replacing them with politically correct alternatives. Manpower will be replaced by human effort. The phrase male and female will be replaced by people of different genders. And the term manhole will be changed to maintenance hole. (laughs) (laughs) So haiku about them things. Um, (laughs) Three, each one at a time, starting with Jeff, you're first. Purging man from words, just doing away with the gender (laughs) gynary. See what you did there. Kim, your first haiku on this subject. Take my word for it. All holes are gender neutral when you live with me. 
Hmm. All right. Okay. <laughs> Jojo, you're first. Hmm. This one is titled The Manhole Problem. <laughs> oh, I'm offended. I don't identify as a maintenance hole. <laughs> I think that gets right. all, all roads lead back to ass, don't they? <laughs> that seems to be the theme with me tonight. Every and just night? every day, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> there was a race to finish that line. Uh, <laughs> We're all losers in that race. <laughs> Jeff, haiku number two. Hey, Berkeley, you're late. I've always called my manhole a maintenance hole. <laughs> not as good as mine. I know. It's not a competition, but JoJo wins. Like my maintenance hole, it needs a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, Points. for most <laughs> for, <laughs> for most men's health issues, it is a maintenance hole. That's true. Yeah. Get 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 shot. Uh, Kim. Okay. Oh. Um. When you call my son my adorable daughter, it's not untrue. <laughs> That's just a thing you say to us. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> he's a real pretty baby. I'm just, right. I, just, I just needed an opportunity to get on my soapbox and tell you guys how cute my baby is. Well, that's fine. No. Any opportunity. He's a gender-neutral, adorable child. All right. I got yeah, it. I, I am currently sandwiched between ver- two very angry co-hosts. <laughs> the anxiety is running through you like crazy right now. <laughs> Would you stop catching Pokemon while you're on this show? <laughs> Look, I, the definition is that I need to catch all of them, okay? Okay. It, it, in case you're wondering, it is actually open. <laughs> po- the Pokemon Go is open on her lap. Uh, <laughs> I put in a lure, okay? Oh, that's fine. Uh, Jojo, you're second. It's yeah, we're still doing haiku. Mm-hmm. Uh, second haiku. <laughs> All right, this one is titled "The Wrong Kind of Acceptance." Hey, <laughs> I got no problems with changing pronouns as long as we're all white. The views expressed by Jojo Lewis on this show are <laughs> not reflective of the views necessary. <laughs> Jeff, your third haiku. Let's get us out of the haiku. Let's get this. <laughs> Let's get out of this segment. No more male, female. Now you're all referred to as that hoe over there. <laughs> it really does simplify it. Y'all thoughts. That's what it is. Kim, your third haiku. I still make 70 cents on the dollar, but cool, we can do this now. <laughs> You can all get fucked into the ground <laughs> with your goddamn gender-neutral pronouns. That's too fucked many into syllables. the maintenance hole. Into the yeah. maintenance hole. Straight yeah. into the maintenance Straight hole. In. That's like 30 syllables. I will fucking murder <laughs> She gets... Uh, Seven more. <laughs> she gets all the 30% more syllables yeah, from the previous I get extra syllables because I get less money. This is reparations. Reparations, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jojo. Huh? Fucking be done with haikus. Okay. <laughs> This one's called Sleepy Time Fun. <laughs> Man, woman, person, look, I don't care. Just tell me where my pee-pee goes. 
Oh, that's a weird one to end on. (laughs) (laughs) Topical haiku challenge. I feel Uh, like it's worth mentioning that I have a PhD in English at this point. Okay, I just want to call it out. This is the longest JoJo has ever gone in any public setting without mentioning that he has a PhD in English. Oh, suck my fucking dick, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Bam! JoJo Lewis, PhD. PhD, English. (laughs) Doesn't use it, doesn't need it, not helpful. Gotta mention it. Really, you're just lucky he's not wearing a sign. Because if I had a PhD in anything, I would lead. I mean, it's like knighting yourself. It really you're, is. <laughs> you're Sir Jojo Lewis, PhD in English. I mean, technically it's doctor, but we didn't want to call you a doctor because that just doesn't help at all. <laughs> you should at least get like a cool Letterman's jacket yeah. that has PhD on <laughs> the like, sleeve. Oh my God, is there a doctor in the house? And Jojo's like, I have a PhD in English. And they're like, no, like an actual helpful doctor. My mother What's a synonym for now? dying? <laughs> <laughs> Your diploma just came with a banker's box full of elbow patches. Well, it, the, the back of it has a suicide hotline. <laughs> well, that's actually more useful. Segment three. Uh, versus me versus. It's something I like to try out every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, please tell me who would win. In a fight between the following and why, Jeff Brown, don't ask me why. Uh, who would win in a fight between the 1986 New York Mets versus the combined casts of the first four seasons of The Real World? I thought about this a lot. It's weird. <laughs> um, so this took a lot of googling. <laughs> I imagine it would. Because yeah. first I had to Google baseball. <laughs> Then I had to Google Mets, and I just called Kim. Because <laughs> that's her thing, aside from baking pies. Is that the other thing you do? Pokemon Go. Okay, Pokemon <laughs> Go. Gotcha. It's like well, pies. So, so here's, the, at the end of the day, like, uh, the Mets versus the real world cast is kind of like the clash of the kind of sort of athletes versus the kind of sort of celebrities, right? <laughs> <laughs> so after mulling it over, like imagining all the possible outcomes, like Doctor Strange and Avengers Affinity War, I saw the one and only result, which is the Mets win, right? Just like in 1986 when they nabbed the World Series, but this time there'd be more HGH and less bloodshed. Flip that, less HGH. <laughs> yeah. Upon entering the arena, which would be taking place at City Field in Queens, New York, um, the Mets and the real world cast would designate a champion. So it's kind of like Game of Thrones, where a single person would represent the whole body. Sure. Uh, for the real world, the choice is obvious. They choose Puck, because yeah. he's the only person that anyone remembers from the show. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and he will fight on behalf of the real world cast. The other members of the real world, they're kind of confused, because Puck's very open to represent them, despite the fact that they all hate him, and he's literal human garbage. <laughs> but they ignore this red flag entirely. The Mets talk amongst themselves. They ask, you know, who should fight? Who should represent us? Which of us is the best, the most shining example of athleticism? And the choice becomes very clear, and their champion emerges from the shadows. It's Mr. Met. (laughs) On one side of the arena, you've got the real world's champion, Puck, a man who got into fights with a guy who had AIDS and (laughs) (laughs) later died of AIDS. And then when that happened, Puck said, good riddance. And on the other side of the arena, you got a guy in a uniform wearing a gigantic foam baseball-shaped mask. Soulless, (laughs) ageless, unkillable. (laughs) 
So Puck realizes pretty quickly that he's not going to be able to overpower Mr. Met. So he looks over to his castmates and cackles evilly. He walks towards them, a glow emanating from his hands, fear growing in their eyes, and he grabs the closest person, Beth or Sarah or whoever, they're all fucking boring, and absorbs them into his body. Puck grows in size and strength, slowly absorbing his former castmates. Jesus. Until he stands 50 feet tall, towering over Mr. Met like if Voltron were made up of ethically bankrupt Gen Xers instead of robot cats. The Mets are shocked and begin to panic and flee. But Mr. Met knows what he must do. The dead-eyed mascot turns to his team and opens his cartoonish mouth. A deafening suction sound screams from his lifeless lips. One by one, each of his former teammates are drawn into his maw. Mr. Met grows in size as well. Giant Puck and Giant Mr. Met (laughs) exchange blows. Shattering windows and flipping cars with the force of their punches. It's like the end of the third Matrix movie. It's real cool. (laughs) (laughs) The two are at a stalemate, strength and size equally matched. It seems as though the fight will never end until a parole officer named Jared Jacobson enters the fray and Puck's eyes widen. His arms drop down to his side. The officer pulls out a comically large pair of handcuffs and says, you're out of Los Angeles County, Puck. It's a violation of your probation. Because Puck has been on probation since 2013 due to arrest for domestic violence and stalking. That's true. I did not. And not is pro- <laughs> prohibited from leaving Los Angeles County as of 2013. He's escorted to a large field and tied down with ropes and stakes like Gulliver and Gulliver's Travels. And the Mets win by default. <laughs> All right, Jeff Brown. 86 Mets versus the combined. Uh, I could honestly say I didn't see it going in that direction. <laughs> it's weird. I thought that was the most obvious conclusion. <laughs> I mean, I'm not Jesus. saying you're wrong. Blaze it. <laughs> it does. It says 422. Blaze it. it. What does JoJo say? 420. Blaze, Blaze it. Cool. <laughs> you're we're, welcome. We're good, at the, we're good at this show. <laughs> you're hella good at this no, show. We're like <laughs> Kim Martell. Who would win in a fight? A Category 4 hurricane or that woman who wants to speak to the manager? <laughs> just say Kim. Just, just say Kim. <laughs> oh, it gosh. was the showdown of the century. The unstoppable fury of Deborah, a middle-aged white woman from the Gulf Coast versus sustained winds of up to 150 miles per hour. With the hurricane being favored by betters four to one, it seemed pretty clear in the beginning who would win after the hurricane both ruined Deborah's hair and made her late for work at the county clerk's office. (laughs) But the tables were turned when the woman began shutting down the hurricane, complaining of now, this is of course a partial list due to time constraints, But the mess, the temperature, the poor lighting, and the fact that Karen had a hurricane just last year that caused (laughs) at least twice as much damage, and her photo album got 14 likes, which is ridiculous. (laughs) Because they were all blurry, and that house wasn't even hers. It was her neighbor's house. She was fine, and she didn't deserve the sympathy. (laughs) 
In the end, it was over before it began, with the hurricane passing through the area with unexpected speed, most likely trying to avoid Deborah while she attempted to flag it down with another complaint. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get more tell. That came Give from a very hand. real place. I was gonna say, are you gonna uh, do your thing soon, or is that just that's just you, right? <laughs> just venting from this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Her oh. eyes rolled back into her head. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't remember any of that. Are you guys going to let me read my thing? <laughs> no time, Kim. No time. Oh, you right. guys can just come in and sit down. It's cool. Come oh, on hey, down. Welcome back. <laughs> sit in the front. <laughs> That's all right. Sit in the front. Weirdos. Justin did a show earlier. Oh. He made more. Justin, honey, you got Hi. He made more money than this, so he doesn't have to sit down. We're super Oh, hey, it's everybody. It's everybody from the show. Oh, you're so close to us. Cute dress. Cool. Very well dressed people. All right. Okay. So we're like officially halfway through now. Jojo. Uh huh. Jojo. Yes. Um, well, this is the wrong bit to do then because this is my weakest one. We're trying to make new friends, Jojo. Well, well we're screwed. Let's introduce your weakest bit. Excellent. Uh, who would win a fight? Between logic versus imagination. <laughs> Why did you give me this? Uh, I uh, thought, you know, a doctor in fucking English. Yeah, I knew this was... I, <laughs> I feel like you gave us each, like, our kryptonite <laughs> for this bit. I anyway. tried to lob up softballs for everybody. I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. Logic versus imagination. Here we go. <laughs> Who would win? Who would win? The age-old battle <laughs> once again. What's better? I mean, logic is really important in these dire times when we sorely need it. I mean, Spock and Data were pretty cool. Computers with too much logic end up killing everybody, but so what? Logic helps you balance a checkbook, plan a trip, decide on the best choice for your career or where to live. It helps you second guess every decision you made in high school. It helps keep you safe when you're driving. It helps you know how best to slack at work or just win a basic game of chess. And hey, it's one of the easiest skills to level up in The Sims 3. (laughs) It's got a soft G and a hard C in it and an O. It's got all the best round letters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Logic's got a lot going for it, all right. But unfortunately, and I hate to say this, imagination wins by a long shot. Oh, it's not practical, reasonable, or useful. But you tell me this. How many times has logic led you to a woman who's 200 feet tall and has 35 titties? (laughs) (laughs) I rest my case. (laughs) No more discussion needed. Oddly, that is exactly how I expected logic versus imagination to go. God damn it. (laughs) So basic. 25 titties, he's going to say that. (laughs) All right, uh, segment four. We're just barreling through this puppy. You're welcome. Uh, dating profiles of the fictional and or non-fictional. Please have composed the dating profiles from the perspective of the following. Jeff Brown. Yep. <laughs> uh, the dating profile of a barista. Yeah. Hi, my name is Shauna. Or Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly? <laughs> Sheila. 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 I'm a part-time barista, part-time burlesque dancer, part-time Uber driver, part-time dog walker, and full-time barista. Oh my God, we've met this person. 
I'm somewhere between the ages of 22 and 41. <laughs> it's just hard to be exact when your age becomes indeterminate due to the amount of caffeine you drink on a daily basis and by how intensely stressful your workplace is. Am I a young person who has had the life drained out of them by an industry that expects posh treatment while making you wear a stupid hat and apron? Or am I a middle-aged person, but appear youthful due to the 17 shots of espresso I add to my drinks because it's the only way I can feel alive? <laughs> I'll never tell. I can't die! <laughs> When I'm not lying to customers about whether or not I added soy or milk to their drink, spoiler alert, I added both, I'm sitting at home in the dark wondering whether or not a person can die from exhaustion when they're only scheduled to work in shifts of four-hour increments. Am I no longer able to sense the passage of time? Or is mixing beverages for what feels like the entire population of Coachella just that tiring of a task? I tell you, but I'm too busy spending the $52 I earned for my four-hour shift. <laughs> I'm looking for someone attentive who will drop everything at a moment's notice to come and pick up their goddamn drink. Tim? Is there a Tim here? Tim, your white mocha soy no whip with three shots is sitting on the counter. And if you can come and show me that you can pick up the item that you've already purchased and that I've spent the last four minutes of my life making, four minutes that I am never going to get back, Tim, then maybe you could have a chance with me. The end. <laughs> Jeff Brown, dating profile of barista. Wow. Kim Martell, mm -hmm. uh, the dating profile from The Boogeyman. <laughs> Have you been looking for love in all the wrong places? <laughs> Check under your bed. It's me. <laughs> Multicultural, ageless, faceless man seeks activity partner for nighttime adventure. <laughs> Doesn't have children, but likes them. <laughs> oh. oh, boogeyman. Oh, the boogeyman. one thing I'm most embarrassed about, I'm afraid of the dark. <laughs> I hate it when my clients don't have nightlights. Creeps me out. <laughs> if I were an animal, I guess I, I'd see myself as a spider. Because I love to wait until you're sleeping and crawl inside your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm full of surprises. <laughs> well done. Kim Martell, taking profile from the Boogeyman. <laughs> you took my pickup line, which is weird. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I found your old MySpare uh, OkCupid profile and just copy-pasted. Uh, all right, JoJo. Yes. Uh, this is a whole just sandbox of a... Of a prompt. Yeah, I don't like where I took it, but <laughs> here we go. So let's see what this name means to you. Uh -huh. <laughs> Jojo. Yeah. Uh, dating profile from Kevin. So I did this in the form... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I did this in the format of a Craigslist. This sure. is a Craigslist uh, man for woman. <clears throat> I can't believe this is what I went with. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> My name's Kevin, and I'm five. Hang <laughs> 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 hey on, there's more. It's all right. I live at 5566 Wally Way, and I like baseball and Nintendo. My mom says, oh, wait, hang on. My dad says that I'm going to grow up to be a booty bandit if I don't start looking for women if my mom doesn't cut the cord. Then there was a slap sound like what happens to my bottom when I do bad. And my mom started crying. 
So that's why I'm here. I'm looking for someone who's into Paw Patrol and PJ masks as much as I am. Must be almost potty trained and not stingy with crackers. Nap time means nap time. Perfect person has no cooties. Please call me at 446, the one that looks like a snowman, and then three fives. (laughs) Not okay to send unsolicited offers. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) That's... Dating profiles. I feel like Kim and JoJo's dating profiles should hook up. I feel like <laughs> there'd be some good crossover. Time out! Everyone is in time out! <laughs> yeah, they have hooked up, I'm sure. <clears throat> Ew. Not in, like, you know, the strictly platonic five year old boy boogeyman way. <laughs> it's cool, man. <laughs> Don't tell your mom. <laughs> I, no, I'm making it worse. I'm making it worse. Mm. Uh, fifth segment already. Oh, nobody else said it, but I did. Oh, um, location, location, location. Uh, congratulations on your new businesses, everyone. You all now own the following businesses in the following locations. Make us want to purchase your wares or be involved with your commerce. Uh, Jeff Brown, you now own a firing range in a town full of pacifists. <laughs> Hey, what's up, pussies? <laughs> <laughs> My name's Chet. <laughs> yeah, you may have seen me recently around town. Drive a raised pickup truck. It's got nuts on the back. Called truck nuts. Mm-hmm. Got some tattoos. It's called henna. It's tribal. <laughs> and I'm the owner and proprietor of Blow Your Low Firing Range. <laughs> now, you may be wondering... Why am I opening a fire range in this small pacifist community? You're not violent. You don't need guns. You abhor violence. Well, that's exactly why you're going to come down to my range and spend your stupid, non-violent money on my violent products. Otherwise, I'm going to come to your house, stick your head in your own toilet, and beat you up. Oh, what's that? You don't want me to drag you to my firing range, put a gun in your hand, and make you utterly decimate my paper targets with a series of 9mm bullets? Well, too bad, nerd! (laughs) I've got two years of Taekwondo and a UFC on-demand season pass. (laughs) What do all you have? Almond milk and a bunch of weed dispensaries? So come on down to blow your load firing range. Because if you don't, I'm going to take your lunch money, and I'm going to use your lunch money to buy a locker, and I'm going to shove you into that locker. (laughs) Well done. Jeff Brown, firing range, town of Pacific. Kim Martell, you sell insurance to immortals. (laughs) Great. You thought when you found that genie and wished for eternal life, things would be a breeze, right? But as you stand amidst the ruins of civilizations, with your home, boat, and automobile crumbled at your feet, who will you call to pick up the pieces? We've been offering affordable insurance since Methuselah was in diapers. (laughs) Now specializing in flood and disaster insurance because although global climate change may seem like a distant problem, we know that you're in it for the long haul. (laughs) 
And we want you to know that we'll be right there with you, or someone will. Probably not us exactly, since we're mortals, but you get the idea. Just because you have eternity doesn't mean you want to spend it looking up quotes and comparing rates. <laughs> Infinite insurance is here with all your long-term insurance needs. <laughs> Kim Martell. Selling insurance to immortals. JoJo, let's wrap up this program. Oh, God. <laughs> With your uh, your little business. I hate the idea that these people are going to go out into the world and this is the last thing they're going to hear from the show. <laughs> they're just going to remember you. Yeah, I don't know. disappoint them. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. You better do something real good. Be, make it cool, dude. Yeah. yeah. Definitely be cool and memorable. I've yeah. done this 200 times, JoJo. Nobody knows I, who you are. <laughs> me or Jesse? Both. Both. Oh. <laughs> Just because I've done it a bunch doesn't mean it's been good. Uh, <laughs> I say the same thing about sex. Go on. <laughs> God damn it. You Kim got a kid out of it children. at least once. So that's not bad. Uh, Jojo. Uh-huh. You run a strip club mm -hmm. in a thrift store. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> There's a lot of air horn and rhetorical questions. <laughs> <in this>. <laughs> 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 you like titties? I said, do you like titties? Heck yeah, baby. I like titties. I'm all about those titties, but you know what I like more than titties? Good deals there, boy. Fuck yeah. the used goods with really used bo -bo -bo boobies. Here at As Good As Nude Thrifts. We offer some of the best stripping-based deals you can imagine. Buy a lap dance that ruins your pants. Get 20% off all purple tag pants with proof of chism. <laughs> you like golf clubs? I said, do you like golf clubs? <laughs> well, shit, you can get a free driver with every 10 you stuff into one of our lovely ladies' G-strings there, boys. <laughs> Hole in one. <laughs> And every dollar you spend in powers, one of our strippers with work experience and working <laughs> inexperience. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> it's dope as fuck, yo. I mean, it's like Magic Mike fucked eBay up in here. <laughs> so come on down to as good as new thrift store and gentlemen's club located in Stockton because obviously. <laughs> JoJo Lewis, that's the end of the show. Thank you all for coming out. If you enjoyed this, uh, we've got like 183 other episodes online. 21 of them have JoJo Lewis in them. <laughs> Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, all the places you get stuff for your ears. Or why not come on out and uh, see a show live for yourself, 1710 Broadway in Sacramento. That's 95818 if you want to post something to us. Uh, every Friday at 10. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Uh, enjoy your evening. <laughs> Hope to see you again. Yeah. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. Best of. Uh, Best of. <laughs> <laughs>